A couple of weeks ago, we talked about two graven tablets with written laws upon them, infamously known to us as the Ten Commandments. They are the Old Covenant. What people were to live by before this new covenant was ever made. But the days were surely coming. And when they came, they brought with them a new covenant. One that we talk about every week as we gather at this table. One that is unlike most covenants. A covenant that changes how we view God as well as our relationship with God. A covenant that gives us hope and freedom. A covenant that notices and appreciates individual beauty. You may find it odd when you hear us use that old liturgical phrase. This is my blood. The blood of a new covenant. A covenant you may deny, but one that you can never break. That phrase has been used around communion tables for centuries. People throughout various countries and time periods have reflected upon those words. And it is with good reason and intentionality that it is said as we gather together as the body of Christ. As we gather together worshiping God. This old covenant... This list of rules wasn't being kept. It destroyed their kingdom. The laws were not kept. And they were probably often misunderstood. Not the rules themselves, but the reason behind the rules. The love and compassion of a God who would provide safety and rules, was overshadowed by the do's and the do-nots. God became viewed as a legalist that could smite at any moment. The motivation behind keeping the covenant wasn't what God wanted for God's people. For God is not the Old Testament vengeful, angry God we think of. God is not present to judge our every thought, our movement. God is not there to make sure we follow all the rules. Instead, God has given us a freedom to be able to express ourselves in different ways. We no longer have to simply make sure that we follow ten rules and go to the temple. We no longer have to sit and be told about God from others. We get to experience God ourselves. Our text today says the new law is written on our hearts. It is instilled in us. It is a part of us. It is in all that we do and all that we love. And it is there whether we like it or not. Whether we feel worthy or not. Those laws, God's truths, are within us. Not something that we can run away from. Not something we can tear down or destroy. Not something we can easily ignore. 
it's not something that are just rules that we see and we go about doing the rest of our lives the way we want. God is with us and within us. We are loved. At times, I have our youth and children play large group games. Sometimes they're divided up according to age, but other times I have to get creative and divide them up according to the month they were born or according to their eye color. I have to come up with something that is outside of their control when being selected. I divide them up this way for two reasons. One, I want them to feel camaraderie. Even if it is something silly like having the same eye color or birth month as the person next to them, there is a sense of belonging in that. And two, because I've witnessed seeing the look on faces when I've picked captains and had them choose their teammates one at a time. I've seen the look of the last person being picked. I've seen how they don't like how they don't feel like they belong. I've seen how they try extra hard to prove themselves, and I've seen that look of utter failure in their eyes when they don't succeed. I never want to put anyone through that. So I've changed how I divide up teams, and I think God is that same way. Perhaps God is a lot more like us than we sometimes give ourselves credit for. We are in God's image. Perhaps God tried God's best, setting up rules for us that provide us safety and unity among each other. Yet later, in its execution, God saw the pain in someone's eyes and the hurt in their heart and realized that that isn't the best way to go about it. And God changed how things were done. God loves us. We are God's beloved. God does not want us to feel like we don't belong or that we aren't wanted. Just as I want to make sure with all of our youth that this is a safe place, that this is always a welcoming and accepting place that brings about no hurt. Never. God is that same way. God doesn't want us to feel like an utter failure when we try to do our best to impress and we don't succeed. God wants us to know we belong. We do have a place. We are enough. And in the unique passions instilled with each of us on our hearts, we are a part of God, each of us. And we are good. And that goodness can never be taken away from us. Even if we deny its existence, it will never be broken. That covenant is with us. God is with us, written on our hearts. And we no longer have to learn about God from other people. 
We get to experience God ourselves. We get to experience love ourselves. We get to experience grace. We have hope. And in this period of Lent, as we continually better ourselves for God's work, it is invaluable that we know that our best is good enough. It is invaluable that we do God's work in this world, that we continue to follow our passions, using our gifts and bringing the love of Christ into this world. In our world today, we compete for almost everything. We compete in sports, we compete in academics, we compete for love, we compete in the work field. Some of us don't know quite when to stop competing. We think we have to win. We have to get it all right in order to have it all, to gain respect, to be who we want to be and who we think others need us to be. And in the process, we put unnecessary pressure on ourselves to be unrealistic people. I admit I put that same pressure on myself. In interacting with people both young and old, in parenting, in being a spouse, in being an employee, a neighbor, a friend, a daughter, a sister, I am continually putting unrealistic expectations on myself. We all do. And we transfer those feelings onto God. We think we aren't good enough to receive God's goodness, God's forgiveness, God's attention, because we aren't perfect. We deny our gifts and our callings, and we dismiss their importance. We forget that God has claimed us. And once God has claimed us, it's done. We are God's. Whether we feel deserving or not, whether we have picked up our gifts or answered our calling, God has claimed us. God is our God. And we are God's people. The day has come. The new law is written on your heart. It is no longer displayed on graven images to be placed somewhere for people to look at. It is now displayed through your love, through your actions. The love and passion within you has been put there by God. It has been written on your heart. Follow your passions. Taste and see God's glorious richness. Recognize your value during this Lenten season as you dream about your ministries and prepare for your ministries ahead. God is your God, and you are God's people. They shall all know me. The days are surely coming. Let us continue our worship as we prepare to gather around this table this morning, singing our communion hymn, This is the Day of New Beginnings, from our Red Chalice Hymnals, number 518. Mm-hmm. 